Welcome to the Good News Podcast. I'm Colleen. And I'm Neil. We're here to share with you all the sonic joy we can find, good news, and delightful moments. Beaming right to your ears from the Cards Against Humanity studios in Chicago. Here are some bad things that aren't going to happen today. Zombies haven't become real today. And this isn't really a bad thing. It's sort of a a good thing, something we should be grateful for. All tests in the real world are open book. It's so true. Yeah. When was the last time you took a test? Uh, Geez, even in college, I wasn't taking a lot of tests because I was an English and theater major. So there weren't a lot of like... (laughs) Surprise! So there weren't... It it wasn't like, in what year did the Continental Congress... uh, It must have been the SATs, I guess. Every single time I see a BuzzFeed quiz of like anything... What sandwich are you? Yeah, I'll like take it on the internet. I love it. Really? I love it. Ugh. I just, I'm trying to figure myself out and BuzzFeed is helping. I don't want to get too deep in the weeds on this, Colleen. What? But it reinforces this idea of tribalism. Like if you find out that you're a BLT you're going to want to spend more time with other BLTs. Oh, It's like that thing we were talking... Remember we talked about this? Try to find my people. Yeah, exactly. Because we were talking about it with Harry Potter houses. I'm a Hufflepuff. (laughs) Yeah, you're for sure a Hufflepuff. I'm a Fluffle Huff. I like to think that I'm a Ravenclaw. Why? Aren't those the mean ones? No, they're the smart ones. Hi, Sam? Yes. Hi, this is Colleen from the Good News Podcast. Oh, hi, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm fine. I, um, should I call you Sam or Samuel? I usually go by Sam in the public eye. Okay, perfect. So hold on one second. My co-host, uh, Neil, is hopping on the phone. Hi, Sam. How are you? I'm fine here. So as you guys can already tell, we're talking to this guy, Sam. Yeah, that's Sam Barsky. He knits the most amazing artistic sweaters. They are amazing, and they are artistic. They're incredible. It's, uh, it is textile art. Yeah, can you, so just describe some of these sweaters for the listeners, because we are in an audio medium. We are in an audio medium. One of his most famous sweaters, I would argue, is of the Golden Gate Bridge. A very accurately knit Golden Gate Bridge on a sweater and he's just standing there next like on the one end of the golden gate bridge uh, with getting his picture taken with the actual bridge in the background while he's wearing the sweater and it's just so funny because he he looks very matter of fact he's just like i'm here and i just happen to be wearing a sweater that exactly matches my surroundings he always smiles in all of his pictures yeah yeah so tell us how you got into knitting I haven't seen people knit throughout all my years of college, and I thought, that looks interesting. That looks like something I want to do someday. I finally, one day, I met at a flea market the owners of a yarn shop who I had never met before, and I asked them, where do you go to learn how to knit? And they said, we can teach you for free under the condition that you buy our yarn. I said, okay. (laughs) They only taught me how to do the basic knit stitch and a scarf, nothing fancy but i found another yarn shop pretty soon after that that taught me all the rest that i needed to know Ooh, like the the advanced techniques for for creating the patterns oh just to make a solid color sweater and then i figured out one day how to switch colors and then 
that's all I needed to know, really. Yeah. Sam, is it like a, a meditative uh, experience for you to, to knit one of these sweaters? Do you kind of like zone out while you're doing it? Well, actually, I enjoy, since I'm an extrovert, I enjoy being around other people, talking about to other people about whatever I feel like at the time. So I go to knitting groups all the time. I, yes. I get into conversations about anything you name it. Yeah, you know, Sam, I know this about knitting because my mom does some knitting. And I, what I, I do, I've never knit before. I don't think I have the attention span. But I have noticed that when my mom goes to knit shops, there's usually just like a group of people there that are hanging out, knitting, and like chatting with each other. And it seems like a really cool community. Yes, it's really nice. That's what I've been involved with for like most of my knitting life. Other than getting to hang out with people, like what is it about knitting that you really love? I like creating things. I like... Yeah, I can wear things that I created myself, that I put my own designs on and whatever. Like if I have an idea for something, I can turn it into a sweater. Yeah. yeah. I like. It's like, wow, I saw a picture of something. I can make a sweater of that. <laughs> I love that. And I, yeah. I, Colleen and I often talk about this. It's like you, you kind of discover your skill or your tool set, and then you just start using it. And and you've figured it out, right? Your your sort of creative outlet you have discovered is uh, knitting these sweaters, and that's so wonderful. Exactly. To hear. Yeah. I don't I don't mean to creep you out, but I I think I looked at every picture you have on your website of your sweaters. I'm a, I'm a big I, fan. No, you're not alone with that. I get people <laughs> looking at them all the time. I don't even know how many people look. <laughs> I have no way to know that. Well, that or how many people look. You know, that brings me to the. Next question that I think Neil and I were talked about a little bit before this interview, your Instagram is kind of hot. I mean, you've got almost 30,000 people following you. That is... Yes, it's, I've almost reached 27,000. It's only a matter of time before I reach 30, and then 40,000, and any number above that. How does that feel? You've got a significant amount of fans, Sam. Yeah, first of all, it's like the advantage to the high number is that it helps me in my career. It helps me get more, like, business with whatever I do. What, that's the advantage to it. Yeah. It's not a popularity contest to me, but it's like... Um, do you like it when people... Um, so I have to make a confession. When I post something on Instagram and I get a like, I mean, my heart jumps. I mean, Sam, when you post something on Instagram, you're getting thou- thou- thousands of likes. Does does that... What exactly. Is- I, don't, I don't have to worry about like number one. Like, that's a <laughs> Sometimes I'll get 100 likes in the within the first minute it's up there. Oh, stop your bragging. <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny. Yeah. I, I don't have to worry about like number one. Yeah. That's, that's so funny. Words to live by. Yeah. Jeez. Where do you keep all the sweaters? Plastic boxes. Okay. So you have you basically have to store them because there's so many. Yes. One of the things I keep, kept thinking of, like I have 120 now. That's so and many. They barely fit into... About eight plastic boxes. Yeah, I keep thinking in another ten years or so, I'll probably have twice as many. What will I do? I you're gonna need a <laughs> you're gonna need to build a giant walk-in closet for your sweaters. Yes, I I don't have that much room in my place where I live or much more. I want to keep living where I am now because the location is good. Yeah, yeah. That's well, I, I mean, I'm sure with the with the power of social media. You would. You, <laughs> there are a hundred people right now on Instagram who would love so like to give store you, your sweaters. <laughs> yeah, give you a pot or something. Yeah. Yes, I, I 
I, I don't sell them. It's like they're too priceless for me to part with. Right. I even had someone offer me 1000 bucks today for one of them, and even that's too little money for, to part with one of them. Oh, it's one of the easiest ones for me to reproduce. Because oh. they're all – each of them is a unique snowflake. They're all works of art to you, huh? Exactly. Like maybe if if he had offered me ten grand, I would have taken that, it. But yeah, one that's... grand, I feel like that's given the amount of time it took for me to make that. It's way too little. Yeah. How long does it take you to make one sweater? About a month. Uh, are, are you going to do a, a gallery show, or have you done a gallery show with your sweaters? Considering I, they are I've done, art, I've done quite a number of them okay, already, good. and I'm I'm doing I'm going to do more in the future. Like the big one this year coming up is in Colorado. Oh, great. So going back a little bit, Sam, you mentioned that designing one of your sweaters is very mathematical. Mm-hmm. Um, is that something you, uh, you're you great at? Do you feel like you're a natural-born mathematician, and this is just sort of yeah. uh, a yeah. spin-off so of that? When I was in school, like grades 1 through 12, math was my strong point. Like I would easily walk through, <laughs> right through a test. <laughs> you're a math guy. You're a mathman. That... Exactly. I got like a near perfect math SAT score. Ooh. And it's like whenever I took a math test, it was like I didn't even have to worry about getting a wrong answer on it most of the time. Yeah. Then that, that makes sense then that this would, that knitting goes with that part of your brain. Exactly. I agree so much. It's like many knitters don't realize that themselves that knit, knitting is so mathematical. There's a stereotype about math being a male field and knitting being female but mm-hmm. it's like most people don't realize that knitting is mathematical right right yeah yeah that's uh, that's a great point yeah so you can follow sam on instagram he's at sam bursky knitter and join one of his nearly thirty thousand followers and see some of these amazing sweaters for yourself we will also post a few of these on our instagram thanks for listening do you have good news great or maybe you want to tell us a joke or an idea, also great. Email us at goodnews at cardsagainsthumanity.com. Or leave us a voicemail at 773-217-0156. You can also tweet us at the Good News Pod. Most of our music is by Poddington Bear. Same place, same time, tomorrow. <laughs>